Welcome to Women in Chemicals, Woman of the Week. I'm Amelia. And I'm Kylie, and we're joined this afternoon by Lauren Conti, Head of Digital Marketing at Blue Palette. Hi, guys. Welcome. I'm excited to be on the podcast today and be featured as the Woman of the Week. Thanks, Lauren. Today is a very special episode as this episode is also an announcement of our partnership and first corporate sponsorship with Blue Palette. Blue Palette is the market network platform for chemical commerce. We at Women in Chemicals are really excited to be partnering with Blue Palette, including having Lauren sitting on our advisory board. And we're excited to introduce Lauren to our community today. With that, Kylie, I hand it back to you. Great. Thank you so much. And Lauren, thank you for not only being here this week for Women of the Week, but thank you to Blue Palette and your organization for all that you have done and will continue to do for us kind of in partnership as we really jump into this. So thank you. Um, to kick it off, Lauren, if you could please kind of introduce yourself um, and then in, in parallel here, it'd be great to understand how you got to Blue Palette, what Blue Palette's all about, and then kind of how we come into the mix here. Yeah, I'd be happy to. So um, I'm actually new to the chemical industry. So I've only been working with Blue Pellet for the you know, last six months. But initially, my background came from the CBG industry and retail goods. So I spent the last 12 years doing digital marketing for a variety of industries and have had the opportunity to come across this. Um, and really, I've, I felt like I made the switch initially just because I saw, thought that there was such an opportunity for um, a new digital platform for the industry. I saw that there was a big need to, to create a platform that could do a variety of complex things. Uh, the industry has so many technical, um, legal and regulatory aspects to it. So there was a big challenge there. And we wanted to really create a platform that could be used um, to help and to be a platform that could really add value to day-to-day -day business for distributors and manufacturers and chemical producers. So I really jumped at that opportunity to, to be a part of a big movement. Great. Great. And we're excited to be a part of that in partnership with you. So Lauren, help me to understand before Blue Palette, kind of how you got to where you are. I know before we kind of kicked it off here today, you talked about a, a pretty unique background. So share with our community kind of where you come from. Yeah, absolutely. So I was a marketing comm major. And so I got my bachelor's in marketing communications and originally thought I was going to go into journalism. And just like all, all the changes that have really happened and I think have had a spotlight because of COVID, um, there's just been a digital wave that's that's come from marketing to operations to supply chain. So I really gravitated over time to, to this new digital era. And so really found myself liking technology. And so I definitely made a, a shift in my trajectory, which was a little bit unplanned. Um, but yeah, so I spent the last, gosh, 10 years just really honing in that that skill set and expertise. And it's really kind of driven my passion um, in the industry. And so I think similar to, and what's made this partnership kind of unique and spoke to a lot of our, our ladies at Blue Palette is 
like, like the chemical industry, there is, there's diversity and there's a lot of females in roles, but in leadership, I think it's a little bit more, um, male dominated. So just kind of encouraging that and, and especially in technology, right. Um, there's, you know, a lot of great organizations that do similar things. And I think the more that we can get females kind of empowered to take on these big leadership roles, I think it's really valuable for our communities. Great. And you touched on a couple points and don't mind me, I'm taking notes here in the background of, of key takeaways for not only myself, but our community. But um, so a couple of things, you talked about how you are a marketing communications major and you now work in the chemicals industry. So that gets me really excited for folks that are in our community that might not have the chemistry background or you know the, the more what we think as the stereotypical kind of chemis- chemicals industry educational and career paths. Um, so that's super exciting and cool for me to see and have you represented in our community as someone that has this unique, um, more business-based, marketing-based background that still supports the chemicals industry. So I think that that's super cool and something I'm really excited for other women in our community to learn about um, and have you uh, to talk about. So, and then the second comment you made, Lauren, is you talked about the value that you have seen for the last 10 plus years on digitization in this space. Um, Well, in general, but in the chemicals industry as well. Um, And I think that there's two things um, that we talk about a little bit in our conversations and and these interviews, we talk about how fast paced the industry has become. Mm -hmm. And we talk about, you know, the impacts that COVID has had more recently. And so I think that I I ask for your commentary or thoughts and what motivates you from those fronts on on what you do or what makes you excited about what Blue Palette has to offer based on those two aspects. Yeah, absolutely. So, Probably my first real roles out of college um, were in the housing market, which I think similarly, I can draw a lot of parallels to. It has a variety of complex transactions and documentation. And so understanding in my background that kind of came from that, you know, we had paperwork, like just manila folders that would just pile up on our desk that had to be imported. And I think kind of similar to, you know, SDS. And from what I'm learning about the industry, mm-hmm. there's still that kind of documentation and process from like a sales perspective and a procurement perspective that's really manual. Um, and I think one of the biggest things that we could all use during COVID is our time back, right? We're all juggling multiple schedules and children and animals. And so just really being able to own your time back by using technology to your advantage is really, really something that that has helped me um, drive passion towards this industry and really wanted to be involved with Blue Palette and, and the space itself. Yeah. So you made a comment about how the documentation process can be pretty manual or, in my opinion, pretty extensive. And this is something that I've learned in my four years in the industry as well. Um, and you're, you're speaking to, to open ears with me here um, on a daily basis. You know, there are absolutely, you know, standards and policies that we have to follow in this industry. Um, and I think that you speak to and, and Blue Palette speaks to the organization and the efficiencies and the digitization opportunity that exists um, through your platform. So that's very cool. 
Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, it's an opportunity. I think one of my like ethos as a person is like, whatever I can do to help, right? Obviously like business as business, we're all here to grow and, and build a career and help move our industries forwards and our, our career forward. But I think one of the best things is when you know that you're doing it for, for the good of other businesses. And so it's, it's really nice to be behind a project like that. Absolutely. Very cool. So as we jump into the next question here, Lauren, you, you touched on it a little bit, but I kind of want to rephrase it a little. Um, can you, or have you worked in a male, can you describe a situation where you've worked in a male dominated industry or environment? So, um, knowing that your full career, your 12 years, um, may not have been in the chemicals industry. Um, maybe what's different now that you are in the industry, is it heightened? Is it more in your opinion, male dominated than your past career journey? Um, and, and how today working in the chemicals industry, do you find yourself vouching for yourself in these types of environments? Yeah, absolutely. I, I think when I initially started in marketing, more and more leadership roles, like I had mentioned, were, were often male um, dominated. So it's nice to see there's a, there's a new wave of females kind of taking the lead and, and really elevating themselves to being C-level executives on teams. Mm-hmm. I think we need more and more in that across all industries. The chemical industry, it, it's a little it's a little different. It seems a little bit more behind in regards to, to the precedents right now. So um, I definitely think that encouraging more STEM roles with in our younger audience and, and really pushing people to understand the whole variety of opportunities that they could have in the industry would be really beneficial. There's so many roles that I, I wasn't even aware of until jumping in myself. So, um, I definitely think that the more that we could spread that message throughout our community, the better it is. I I mean, I'm a mom. And so I just look at my kids and I'm like, there's, there's so many opportunities out there for them to, to pick up, pick kind of what they desire. And so just Mm -hmm. opening that up to them is, is really a passion of mine. Yeah. So we talk about that a lot too during these these um, interviews about how important it is to get into our younger generation. So to get into schools, to make sure that you know we're doing what we can to create this visibility that you talk about, um, to let the younger generations, male and female, understand what opportunities exist in this space that is you know changing every day, right? So what they mm-hmm. might initially think is the stereotype for, for the types of roles and responsibilities in the industry, I would argue changes every day, um, and, and expands every day. Um, so can you talk about anything that you and or blue palette are doing in your community to kind of, you know, reach out and and do that type of education or awareness? Yeah, of course. Uh, we, we very much like have our core values at our company, which is, is really just creating an inclusive and diverse community. I mean, we're, we're very fortunate that we get to work from home. And so that has its pros and cons. So we don't really get to see each other in an office setting, but we do all participate in check-ins and make sure that we're all kind of equal in, in the conversations and business 
you know, ventures and opportunities. So we really practice what we preach, which is what's so awesome that, you know, when we, we approach the situation with partnering with women with chemicals, my executive staff all was like, absolutely. We know that you're passionate about this. We know the ladies on your team are passionate about this, whatever we can do to help and really spread the word. And, you know, also opportunity, offer opportunities to, you know, different minorities, different diverse backgrounds continually and, and, and elevating that mm-hmm. throughout the community and not kind of being quiet. Cause a lot of the times we could sit back and be quiet, but the more that we spread the word, you know, and, and really progress that outreach mm-hmm. has been, you know, just been beneficial and to have that support from our founders has been really, really um, a positive thing. Absolutely. I think that you guys reaching out and wanting to partner with us speaks volumes about what your guys' core values are. So um, really excited to see where, where we can take that. And like you said, speak up and, and create the visibility that, that we can in partnership. So very cool. Um, the next question for you, Lauren, is around, in your experience, have you felt supported by women in your professional environments? Um, and I think that you've mentioned a little bit that you've got some female colleagues that I know are part of our community as well. So maybe we can speak to that. Um, but then in general, how can we support women in our circles, in our career journeys, you know, in life, even outside of work, um, to keep pushing through and, and have the voices that we talk about maybe trying to elevate ourselves? Yeah, absolutely. I think it's important as a female to encourage female partnerships and networking. I've, I follow a few pretty decent blogs and, and influencers in the industry that do a good job kind of preaching this message. If you haven't checked out like Forbes and their, their kind of women's category, there's a lot of great advice there of just how to kind of you know, speak up in a male dominated industry, how to own the room. And I know that we have, um, you know, a webinar coming up about that and just kind of circulating that message as as to how we can hold these careers and, and elevate each other as allies, because a lot of the times it can get competitive, obviously career space is competitive, but also using that as an opportunity to, to learn and to grow and to not not stop networking with one another. I think we all have a lot to learn and, and the more that we do it as a community, the better. Great. Thank you for that. You, you talk about women are allies, even in a competitive environment. And Mm -hmm. I have learned so much or become so much more aware of that in the creation of this community and the conversations that I've had. So it's very cool to see other people kind of latch onto that and have that same sentiment because that's a, a huge part of why women in chemicals exists. Mm-hmm. So the next question we have for you, Lauren, if, if you are able to offer one up here kind of on the spot is who has been the most influential woman in your life and why? Mm, okay. I think I've had a lot of powerful director level management that has come in and just really owned the room and owned the marketing process. It, it's, it, it's refreshing to see it from my perspective. So um, just like a few names, you know, Sarah DiCicco and she came from Nestle then you know, worked in the CPG industry and um, a few others, like my, my very, 
I think second boss, Penny Dubeck, she ran a, you know, a multi-million dollar mortgage industry with multiple branches. They were all so powerful. So I learned so much good professional advice from them um, and really have absorbed that. That's great. I, I hope that they get to listen in on this and when we share this and they can hear that the, the shout outs you're giving them, because I think you kind of touch on how they own the room. And I think that to me in situations where I feel like influenced by other people, it's the kind of presence that they carry. And I, I think that's kind of what you're, you're touching on. And I think it also touches on our generation female panel that's coming up mm-hmm. uh, in September here that, you know, we've, we've touched on a little bit too. So I'm excited to continue to learn how to do that myself. Yeah. Um, I think one of the most valuable lessons is like letting the no answer just be no and lingering and, and just letting that silence take over. Um, oftentimes I think as females we're we're taught to kind of not speak up in certain situations. It's especially hard when you have a male dominated room so they've, they're very much taught me that no was an okay answer and, and just to kind of set that boundary. Mm-hmm. You talk about let the silence linger. I still learn that every single negotiation I have, I negotiate for a living. Um, the silence is, I'll be the first to admit, it can be uncomfortable. But the more I try to experiment with the whole let the silence linger thing, the more kind of success and comfort that comes with it. So I, I agree with your, your sentiment there. Amelia, yeah. do you have any thoughts? I mean, that is something that I think I've learned even in the past year is that like, sometimes you have to be willing to know like where your boundary is and say no and, and be willing to walk away. Um, and that's a very valid point. And I think for women, it's, it can be especially hard to do that because Sometimes we want to please everybody or we want to collaborate and make it work. And sometimes you have to know when it's not worth it. So. Yeah. I have to know when to walk away. I agree. I completely agree. And, and like you said, in the, the competitive industry, that is the chemicals industry. And with the amount of kind of searching that there is for us, as females in the industry to find a voice, it can be hard for us to say no. Um, But I think that you also have to know what your worth is and what your value is and where your priorities stand too at the same time. So that's a great comment. Yeah, Um, it's such a systemic problem, I believe. And, And I think oftentimes males, they take on these traits that are be authoritative, be a leader, you know, um, show certain, which can kind of speak to the the idea of like toxic masculinity too, which I won't even get into that, but from the opposite parallel, we're, we're very much from a young age, been taught to be small, been, been taught to kind of people please and be, you know, maternal. And so that comes with its whole kind of preconceived notions of how you should be in the workplace too. So it's kind of undoing that conditioning. Um, That's been really valuable. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. And I don't want to add to that because you're, I I agree with you. Uh, So thank you. And Lauren, while we kind of come to a close of of our introduction of our exciting announcement, getting to know you and getting to know Blue Palette, we like to wrap up these types of interviews with any recommendations, um, insights, comments, whatever you might have for us and our community to learn from. And I made a note here about your commentary on on the Forbes and, and their women's content. Um, 
intrigued to, to dig into that, but mm -hmm. anything else you have to share for our community is welcome. Um, I would definitely say to all of the females out there, don't be small, don't fit into the box, be bold, stick by your decisions. It, it's driven me a long way in my professional career. Um, and I think no matter where your industry is and lies, it's, it's beneficial to know that you do have power and you do have your voice. Um, I've learned a lot from, you know, authors like Glennon Doyle and, um, you know, Brene Brown and just always kind of being open to learning new perspectives of the industry um, and, and keep networking is, is going to be beneficial for everybody. It's kind of breaking down the, the glass and the ceiling and constantly really going after that. Um, so then that way our futures are all, all different. That's, that's kind of the goal here is that we, we inspire futures to rise up and, and specifically females. That's a great way to end. And I, I'm going to stop there. Thank you so much, Lauren. And thank you to Blue Palette and our new partnership with Women in Chemicals. Really looking forward to taking this further. Thank you, Kylie, Amelia. It's always great to see you. And I'm very excited to be in partnership with you. Thank you.